Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's do it, guys. Right. Morphosaur. Dragonsaur. Mastodon. Pterodactyl. Triceratops. Saber-tooth tiger. Tyrannosaurus. Power Rangers. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Ranger Alliance podcast. Of course, I am your host, Clay. With me for the final time this month is, of course, Tony. We're going to be talking Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, Mighty Morphin number nine, and Power Rangers number nine, as well as episodes, I want to say, 54, 55, and 56 of the show Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Season one, we were dwindling down to that final episode of the first season uh but of course i am here with tony tony how you doing man doing great um having to stay at disney resort hopefully the wi-fi is a-okay while we do this recording (laughs) (laughs) hopefully so because i think that uh with what we were using we were using zencaster that's probably Mm -hmm. the easiest thing for me i think currently one of our gua members is using the stream yards otherwise we would use that um 
but uh this is not one of those daws that you can just like jump in and out once nah. you jump out unfortunately this thing will cut so hopefully there's no problems with the recordings here but um of course we are part of the geek ultimate alliance network which has nine shows uh seven days a week of course that includes world's finest true believers ranger alliance uh, DC Alliance, Superhero Discussions, Slice of Film, Star Wars Alliance, uh, and of course, Marvel Alliance, as well as the Comics Corner on the weekend. Now, of course, all of our uh, GUA hosts uh, host those respective shows. And we, we also have a Patreon. Of course, we are ad-supported. If you don't want to listen to those ads... You can become a Patreon and you can or you can become a patron, I think is the correct terminology there. One dollar, of course, will just uh, support us. But five dollars on that Patreon will actually give you exclusive access to all of our shows uh, early. Uh, I think I know that we had talked about it uh, with the Phantom Ranger comic but we haven't really talked about like jumping in there on the Patreon and actually giving that a good discussion. Uh, yeah. I think we need to to make that happen pretty soon just because I don't know, we we might be getting pretty close to like some really big chaos in the comics, especially mm-hmm. with what we learn this week or this month uh through Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers, which we will Definitely. talk about in just here a second. But that is our Patreon. Of course, like I said, uh, we are ad-supported, so you will be hearing ads here. Um, I have been getting... Uh, I, I surprisingly have not gotten any food ads recently. It has been uh, loans, like quotes for loans or, or something like that. And cause I, listen, I listen to every show at like 2.5 speed. So wow. like the, the, the ads for you guys could probably last like... 30 to 45 seconds it literally only lasts like five to ten seconds for me so i that's the easiest way to listen for me especially like if for sure like the podcast kind of accumulate after a while during the weekend and then monday i have like a full like 24 hour like playlist that i can play throughout the entire week but that's why i usually uh try to to listen at 2.5 speed otherwise i would be backed up on podcast and like n- never catch up on anything so yeah that is that is it for the plugs let's go ahead and jump right into mighty morphin number nine of course this is a ryan parrot story illustrated by marco uh, rena colored by walter uh biamonte uh with color assistance uh, from Katia Ranali and Sarah Antonellino, or Antonellini, sorry, uh, and lettered by Ed Dutchire. So, uh, we get, of course, we've been getting these uh, these openings that are in the past, uh, getting a little bit more information on the Zeo crystals and the for sure uh, uh, downfall of. Shoot, I keep forgetting his name. His name, uh, uh, who is the one that uh, freaking? What is his name? What is the name? One butch the uh, name. Uh, the traitor. Shoot. Yeah, the one who is end up being a traitor. Uh, I'm trying to see if freaking 
Zordon says his name at all in this freaking issue, and he doesn't. Wow. Oh wait, yeah. Is it Zartes? Zartes. Okay, okay. I felt like I was I was literally about to say it. Zartes is the one that is the traitor. We see him. He's the one in the beginning questioning uh, these elders about like what does the crystal do? Do they know anything about it? And it seems like there's going to be some sort of dark twist. And of course, there is going to be one uh, because we have already seen that there is a, a tease of him being behind uh, the Imperial attacks, as well as uh, possibly being the uh, reason why the emissaries are dead and why the Eltarian War is forthcoming. So... Uh, he actually comes in in his golden garb uh, into the uh, command center. But that is after the fact that the rangers actually, like, they're looking for, uh, like, Candace. energy. Oh. Well, no, no, they're looking for energy that has been, like, radiating uh, from Angel Grove. Uh, they randomly teleported into a doggy park and they're like, okay, we, we're just having a routine scan. There was like a really cool, like, there's moments in this that, of course, we have to be reminded Matt is a ranger, mm-hmm. but he's outside of the regular circle and he does have his identity uh, revealed to everybody. So, like, he's, you know, he said that Grace had the exact same readings of uh, Putty Energy. And so they sent him out to go look for it. He is able to take off his helmet in front of everybody, uh, which I th- I think is pretty funny because even like Rocky makes the comment of like, oh man, like you get to take off your helmet. Good for you. Uh, well, even in I'm school. sure it's stuffy in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause even in school, he Mrs. gets apple like bottom a, or beam gives him like a um, freebie or like extra extension on the homework. Yeah, he's just like, hey, by the way, I have some ranger stuff to do, so uh, I'm just going to have to peace out. And she's like, oh, yeah, we were already told. See you later. And even Adam is just like, man, like, how like how awesome would it be for us to be able to get out of school stuff? And I think Miss Elby even says, uh, unless you'd like to stand up in front of our entire class and prove you're a Power Ranger as well. And he's like, uh, how much extra credit? <laughs> That's you know? the best part. Hey. How much now? <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed the back and forth here. Um, but in this confrontation uh, in the dog park, uh, they are actually able to find out uh, that there was, in fact, a putty that was disguising themselves as a, a human with a dog he transforms into like a giant dog putty monster thing and they all fight it. Of course, uh, Tommy and Matt are not getting along there. There is definitely going to be a power struggle here. Um, I think we all called it and it is definitely showing. So it actually takes all of the other Rangers and their mega blaster to destroy this putty because Matt and Tommy were distracted by themselves and just yelling at each other. Uh, when all the other Rangers teleport back to the command center, they actually leave Billy behind. And I was like, whoa, what is that for? Well, Zordon is still not trusting him to the point of actually saying to the other Rangers, hey, 
we need to look at his replacement. We need to look into a replacement for Billy. This was kind of surprising. It was. Uh, of course, we have now kind of said that this is its own continuity. There was a while now that I was, you know, in the boat that kind of what Kyle and Ryan have both said, that the comic kind of works as like an in-between. But now, just because of how different everything is, mm-hmm. you can kind of play it as its own continuity. You know, its own thing. And I think that's safer to say just because it is a lot better than the TV show that we've been reviewing uh, for the past 20 weeks, you know? So, and when he does this happens, eventually, he does go on space. He does. He does. He, he goes, in, he goes in, in and travels with the alien rangers. But here, I mean, I guess you could technically say that that happens. But that technically doesn't happen until Zio, until after Zio. Well, no, no, no. It happens between, it's between Mighty Morphin and Zio. Mm -hmm. Like, basically, the first two episodes of Zio, he gets, uh, he gets on a ship. I believe that's how it goes. Well, no, 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 sorry. No, no, yeah, 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 Zio. Zio is, that's the one. Now, the only difference with that is... During that time, Kimberly is no longer the Pink Ranger. And I believe Ashley is gone as well at that point. Who's her replacement? Uh, shoot. Who replaced Wait, you mean Ashley? I, you mean I, Aisha? Yeah, sorry. Aisha, sorry. Is it I? Is it Ashley who comes in for Aisha? Who does Nakia Baris play? What is her character's name? Uh, mm. She plays in Zio. She plays the character Tanya. Tanya. So yeah. So Aisha. I don't know why I said Ashley. That's weird. Uh, Aisha eventually leaves. And Tanya is the Yellow Ranger for Zio. Does she come in and begin Zio, or does she come in at the uh, end of my Morphin? I believe. When is her first? I don't know. Because I'm having a huge blank on the character at all. I'm trying to figure out who she is. I that's going to be interesting. We we will eventually find out. Yes, we will eventually find out. But that is interesting to 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 eventually find out. But I'm just I'm just stating like a lot of things happen in Mighty Morphin's continuity of the TV show before mm-hmm. Billy leaves. Now, if this is if this comic is its own continuity, of course they could change things. So you're absolutely right. I think Billy could still leave. That kind of, kind of, not saying it will happen, could leave room for him entering the Omega Rangers. They do need a Blue Ranger. Makes me wonder who. Will they do some sort of twist that we know who the Blue Ranger is from the show, who they're promoting? Hey, this character was on the show, but now they'd be into the comic or be a whole brand new character like Matt or make Catherine. Make actually be switch it. 
Because that'd be a twist that nobody would see coming. For for who? If Catherine was actually the Blue Ranger. Oh, cats. I don't know. That would be interesting. Because Kim interesting. is a huge favorite. Yes, yes. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how they they handle like some other characters leaving. Because with this, yes, Jason, Zach, and Trini left, but they mm-hmm. didn't really leave. There is a reason that like, I mean, now Ryan has now shown us there is a reason why all of this happened. Of course, they went into becoming the Omega Rangers. Are they now like... I don't want it to be set as a precedent that like now Kim has to leave and become a ranger of her own kind of thing. Cause I do think eventually these kids have to stop being rangers, you know? Yeah. Uh, And of course there are moments where they come back, you know, just like in the TV show um, where uh, we were just talking about it. Like I feel like a couple weeks ago when uh, uh, Adam came back during in space and he ended up teaming up with the Black Space Ranger. He back doing um, Overdrive too. Find Overdrive Rangers yeah. all came back. Oh yes, I think that that was the only episode I watched of Overdrive because I Same. watched the first episode of it was the first episode that I watched of Overdrive, and I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not even attempting to watch this season. I watched the crossover and then I moved on. Uh, but yeah, yeah the that crossover was amazing but they do talk about you know billy possibly being replaced and they're like oh well like he's still our friend we can still trust him and all of this and then we find out that aisha knew and we had already seen that in the comics and they're like well why didn't you say anything and she's like well i wanted him to give his chance to say something instead of me just you know blabbering about everything uh, that is when Zartus comes in, uh, kind of tells the Rangers, oh, you know, me and Zordon go way back and, you know, telling a little bit of their history. We get to see Candace and Zed. And there is a lot of things that Zed is kind of like hinting at, that he has a history with the Altarians, which I am still, as of right now, I am calling it. The freaking Azrael Red Hood looking guy that we saw on the cover of, I believe, Ten? the next issue. Yep, because that's how it ended off, too. Yes. Of issue 10, I think it's a younger Zed. I think, so, I think yeah. it's a much younger Zed. He looks awesome, and I want to know more about it. Um, but he he is able to conjure up the weapon of Candace, and she's like, how are you able to do that? He's like, oh, I know all there is to know about Altarians. And that is how the issue ends. We jump into Power Rangers. Power Rangers, whew, this, at the time of this recording, we both kind of finished this like today yeah. because it came out today. There's a lot that happens here. Um, There's like three different one, stories. Yes, three different stories. Zach is dealing with everybody who uh, has come from, shoot, what was the, the planet oh. that they just left? It was, 
the race that they're that they're, he's talking to is Hachariant. Uh, How do you spell it? I I know I'm looking for it somewhere. H a r t u n i e n s. Hartunians. That's what it is. Hartunians. So he is with the Hartunians. Then some other uh, civilians of Safe Haven uh, find out that Hartunians are there, and apparently, of course. From what we had learned in prior issues, Hartunians as a species were, sorry, my freaking, I don't know how to turn the volume completely off on my iPad, and my iPad and my phone are completely connected. So, like, I get a text on my phone, and it doesn't make a sound, but my iPad refuses to not make a sound, or refuses to not not make a sound. So, it just, it beeps all the time, and it's super annoying. We've all been there. But, (laughs) the, uh, so... I completely forgot about the other people at Safe Haven, to be completely honest. Because this, like, eagle-slash-chicken-looking dude looks like a complete badass. And his armor, that is, like, somewhat samurai armor, really reminds me of the leader of SPD. Yes, mm-hmm. have the that's same thing. Immediately, what I thought of it's it's the same kind of blue and red of doggy uh, as his yes of doggy. So I was like, that is so cool, and he is out for blood in this. And we'll talk about the story each story. I think that'll be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually confronts Zach with the Hartunians, and he says like they killed my people. And we had learned that several issues ago that the Hartunians were a race of conquerors. Yep. And we we saw it clearly with their king. He was just kind of full of himself. And he's like, we are the strongest. And, you know, that eventually just led to his death. But when they finally get to fighting or thinking about fighting, Zach, of course, is not going to have any of it. So he defends the Hartunians. And... uh this I can't remember his name. Uh, Arkin. Arkin is his name. He, uh, Zach tells him to stop. He's like, "No, I'm not going to stop." And I, if you are going to defend them, I'm just going to have to fight you. And eventually, what ends up happening is Zach is like, "You know what? I'm done with the bloodshed. I am done with all of this." I feel like there was a little bit of remorse of what he ended up doing to their king, because last issue, he clearly saw their king trying to make it onto the ship and he told them to take off and that is why like there was that little back and forth with lord uh zed Draken. or not zed sorry Draken. and in zach i was thinking about zach and then Draken and whatever so i think there's a little bit of guilt there and remorse and so he's like you know what if you have to kill somebody if there is blood that needs to be shed you're going to take me down. You're going to you're going to kill me. But only if it stops the needless killing. And so Arkin grabs his sword and like thrusts it down and he barely cuts Zack right on the cheek and he's like there. Blood has been shed and uh we're good. But just remember that he there's a really good line here. He says uh Hartunians with the loss of your world you now share in the grief you have inflicted on so many others. Embrace it. Learn from it. Um, friend Jack, uh, friend Zach, blood may protect you here, but it does not wash away all your people have done. 
so they have to live with the fact that like their past was full of bloodshed that they were like i said conquerors and just like arkin said they basically got some of their own medicine when the imperial attacked their planet and they have to live with that and hopefully that will help them be better with the other species and other people of safe haven but that's that storyline with Zach. There is a second storyline with Trini, which I think is absolutely phenomenal. And I didn't even think about. And it kind of leads me to think some other things with the last panel of this issue. Uh, so she is trying to connect with the uh, yellow emissary. Yeah. And Draken says, you have to morph with feeling. You have to, like, put your all into your morph. And so she's, like, like trying to morph using uh, her Omega uh, powers, of course. And he tells her, the emissaries can hear every single time a ranger morphs. Which I think is really cool. And it's like, you're connected with the morphing grid and he kind of like gave a visual aid by saying like the morphing grid is a spider web and every single time you morph those vibrations go directly to the emissary and he's like what i need you to do is to put so much feeling and to put so much force and so much searching for this yellow emissary that you're gonna get their attention like you need to tug at that spider web for them to really get to you. And so she's morphing and she's morphing and she's very much like just fed up with everything. And throughout the, everybody else's story, she finally gets to a point where she does morph. And then out of nowhere, you just see the yellow emissary dude. My jaw dropped. Nice. I didn't think it was going to work. I didn't think it was going to work. I thought it was just some BS that Draken was, you know, kind of talking out of his ass. And it is just one panel. I thought that was going to be a no cliffhanger. I surprise. That would have been awesome if it was the cliffhanger. But uh, he does say, uh, well, Omega Ranger, you have my attention. It's the one thing they say. And then the other rangers come to her aid because she's kind of like just floating in the air. She demorphs, she falls, and she's like, I, I got in contact with them. And although we didn't see the dialogue, she does say, they said something. They told me, do not seek me out, for you bring with you nothing but death. What do you think about that, Tony? What does that mean? Huge foreshadowing for the event that we all see coming, the war. Which I mean, spoilers, I guess. But like, even uh, Ryan Parrott, like he he posted an image of, uh, I think at that point it was uh, Zartus uh, with his staff and his golden armor, and he said the Alterian War is coming. Uh, it's something that we've all called mm -hmm. uh, more so Joe. He's the one that called it. Uh, it's awesome. And 
if death is coming, who is going to die? It can't be like I say that it can't, but again, we have now broken the rules of what we were saying in the beginning of this whole podcast that this is continuity, but it's its own continuity. So mm-hmm. it can make its own rules, it can do whatever it wants. So there is no, oh well, you know, uh uh Tommy is safe or or Adam is safe or Rocky is safe, you know? Of Actually, course all of you bastards want Matt to die. Actually, it'd be Matt, Kenneth, or Billy. I think. I I I will say this: Matt, Candace, Billy, Trini, or Ooh. Zach. I will leave five out there. Wow. I will leave five out there. Um, you know what? That will be a poll for us this week. We will say who well, will who die in give the. It because you can only have four for polls. You can only have four in a in a poll. Yeah, I think. You know what? I'll get rid of training because uh-huh. I don't like. I don't want her to die. Why do you want? And Zach I to think die? it would be Zach. See, I think that Zach is like almost like the heart of the team. Yeah, like he's for yes, the show Jason, Jason, Jason is the leader. And like Trini, I guess Trini was technically, you could say Trini is the heart. Fuck. That means that she, like, she is possibly just for emotional baggage that, like, she could die. You know what? I will trade Zach for Trini. So okay. Trini, Billy, Candace, or Matt, who will die? Who do you think? After reading. The Power Rangers issue. I mean, the my mouth one. I think Billy. You think Billy? I think I could see him. I think it. I will say it's either Billy or Trini. And I will. I will have that poll from the day this is released, which is on a Monday. Mm-hmm. I will have it on that day, and then I will have it go for at least a week, so that way we can uh, read it. On our uh, first episode with Jake next month, we haven't and been posting in a while. We, yeah, we haven't been posting in a while, and I will say that is partially my fault. Um, not a whole lot of news. Um, I think that I start. I need to start like either like, oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I think I will start live tweeting my episode rewatches oh. whenever I watch them. That's so good. I will announce when I will watch each episode, and then. Um, I will live tweet so that way you guys can watch along with me. You can ask me questions about the episodes and things like that. Um, and then I will eventually, of course, respond to those questions here on the podcast. So that's what I'll do. I think that'll be really, really fun. It'll it'll get people to engage on the Twitter account for sure. But that's not the last story. Technically, there was four stories here because but- then we have a story with Jason because we also had a small story with the cat. Yeah. Uh, and that is that why girl... is it yeah or is it veil? Because the Y always I looks like a V for some reason for me. It is Yale. Uh, how do you, how is it spelled? Because I'm looking for it right now. Like the it font's is... so small that I can't tell if that's a Y or a V because it's like Y A L E. Oh, it's it's Y. It's Y A L E. It's Yale. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so the second story, or the third story, sorry, 
is actually with Jason and Draken. Uh, we see Draken go into near the vault where they keep all of the villains that are closed inside of those vases or vases or whatever you want to call them. Um, and he's like, oh, man, like, what what would they do for me if I let them all escape? You know, of course, this is a very classic Draken thing to do. He is always in it for himself. We've always said this, right? And then Jason comes up. He's like, hey, better watch yourself. You know, uh, you could very well be, end up in one of those as well. So you just need to keep your cool and uh, everything will be good. And Draken comes up with a uh, a little bit of an offer. He's like, hey. Well, he, he kind of gets inside Jason's head, I feel like. There's a moment where he's telling Jason, oh, you love to fight. You love to beat people to a pulp. You want to find a reason for it. And being a ranger has given you a purpose, has given you that reason to just beat the snot out of people. So how about this? I will give you an offer. You fight me for my freedom. You fight me. If you win, I you know, continue to be your puppet or whatever. I win. And I get to go and I will escape. And you will just tell everybody that I got the best of you. So that way it is not a, you know, a clear, you know, freaking. Uh, so that way they don't know that you let me go kind of thing. Do you think Jason is going to take up Dragon's offer? Somehow Dragon will somehow escape. Um, I can see that being a possibility. Because almost every single issue, some, he says something that gets inside of his head. Whether it's yeah. his head or someone else on the team's head. I think he's somehow going to escape from Jason. Also, his eye again, like last issue, we see that green again. I think it's just something that artistically they've attempted to do to differentiate like him and also a little bit of like, hey, this is like him being evil, you know, to just to remind you, he is not reformed. He is definitely the same dragon that freaking tried to murder every single Power Ranger in existence. You know, I'm, I mean, him uh, letting persons out should be enough to you know show, hey, he's still evil. Yeah, but adding that extra eye thing is somehow. What was his? What when he first was first introduced? He was in a black suit, right? When he was introduced, he no no he was still he in the reveal. Like, for which reveal? This second reveal that he came back, or when he was first all the way in the beginning. In, I believe it was still his white suit when he was revealed. Let me double check though. Before they even knew it, it was a uh, Tommy from a different universe. Um, I thought he was on some sort of a black suit. Um. I don't remember there being a black suit. Now, I will say it has been a long time since. Uh, no, no. See, the black suit was later. 
the black suit was when he had complete control of like oh. the like that was that was during Shattered Grid. Oh, really? That long? Yeah. The black suit was during Shattered Grid. The white suit is his original. And he like with every because remember during Shattered Grid, he was getting more and more powers from the different types of Rangers. Mm-hmm. And with every with every morphing energy that he absorbed, he would get like a little costume change. And then eventually, near the end, he absorbed so much energy that he got that black suit. Ah, uh, gotcha. That's what it was. Yeah. So I I don't know. I, I really want to say that he won't take Draken up on his offer. But I also feel like Although he is a good guy and Jason is always looking for like the best part of his team. He does have a little bit of an ego. And I think that's the problem with almost every leader is they do have a little bit of an ego. Um, And you're right. Draken has made his way into the back of everybody's head at least once Hmm. since the Omega Ranger series of Power Rangers has started. And he is working his way to escape. I think that although we didn't put him in the four that we're going to put in the poll, Draken should 100% be a part of the lineup that might die during the Yeltarian War. And I don't know if Boom Studios or Hasbro would necessarily be like 100% okay with that decision. But it would be an easy way for Ryan to be like, okay, we're done with that character. Let's move on. Because like from what I from what I remember, Ryan had said in one of the boom room talks over at uh, Ranger Danger that uh that freaking Boom Studios and Hasbro wanted Draken to come back. And he didn't want him to be the exact same kind of Draken from Shattered Grid, so he made it into the story of the Omega Rangers. So they're kind of forcing his hand in that way, so why not just kill him off and be like, okay, now I'm officially done with him, let's move on. I think that would be kind of the best thing to do, but it is what it is. Now the final story is with this little girl playing around with Yale. She's looking for fruit. Um, She doesn't end up getting it. But then Yale comes back to her with a whole branch of that fruit. And like the other kids are really mean to Yale. And like, they're kind of forcing her to be mean to him as well, because she's finally able to hang out with everybody. And she, uh, Yale ends up running away at the very end. And this is the last page. When Yale runs off, we see the remains of the blue emissary. Why would they show us the remains of the blue emissary? Wow. I I don't know why they would do that, like at all. Like, from what we saw on uh earlier in this issue yeah we saw that they were using 
the body of the emissary as kind of like a conduit for Trini to focus on while she was morphing. That's why it was like kind of semi glued together with all those wires, right? I feel like this has to be some sort of, there's got to be some sort of reason to show the blue emissaries broken stone body. So I don't, I don't know. Cause I know it's the blue emissary because if you zoom in. Yeah. You see the, his, the top of the head. If the horns. Yeah. Is the, is the mighty Morphin blue helmet. And he is mixed with what looks like possibly uh, space blue on the other side. So it's very interesting. Plus, you see like his armor light next to them. Yeah, you see the leg and then you see the torso. So there's it's it's very ominous. And I do think that they will either stumble upon this. Yale will show them to like this location or something. And this has to mean something. I feel like it has to mean something. Yeah, because like it's, it's well, it's well um, drawn. Because like if you're never noticing it, you just say, "Oh, it's another rock." But you actually look, actually look at it. You can actually see it. So it ha- yeah, it's definitely meaning something. Yeah. Otherwise, like, why have it all? It's very, very interesting. But hmm. we will soon find out, I guess. So let's go ahead and jump into our first ad break. Of course, like I said before, we are an ad-supported network. We do not choose these ads. Uh, So I do apologize if there is anything that you don't necessarily uh, agree with or whatnot. But we will be back in just one second. Ready? Three, two, one. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we are back. So, Tony. Let's move on to these episodes. So, the first episode we are going to be talking about, of course, is Trick or Treat. This is episode number 54. And the description for this one is Kimberly completes uh, competes against Skull on a game show for a chance to win a brand new car while the pumpkin wrapper seeks to ambush the Rangers. What did you think about this episode? Uh, It felt like just a normal like deal, no deal type of a game show. I just didn't really like how the announced the host had a clear bias. I feel like he was there, definitely there was a clear Kimberly. There was a clear bias, and of course, they kind of have to. Because again, we we talked about this briefly. I don't know if it was last episode or my last episode with Joe, 
But of course, all of these rangers are usually the center of attention. We, it was last episode when we were talking about how they were like the smartest kids in the class, right? Yeah. So, of course, the very first thing that we learn is Kimberly has been specially selected to be a part of the biggest game show in all of the world right now. And I think that's a little ridiculous for one thing, just for her to be like, hey, look, randomly selected. You get the chance to win a brand new car, you know, and that kind of just gets me out of the show, the episode immediately. It's the very first thing that we learn. And then like then she is very ungrateful for the fact that like Tommy won't be there because he's in a competition. And, and I'm just thinking, like, can't you just be happy for your friend? Like, exactly. They're happy for you. You're about to be a part of this this game show that is going to be broadcasted all around the world, apparently. And you get the chance to win a new car and you're upset because your boyfriend, not boyfriend, uh, team leader is not going to be there. Like, and do you think that I'm she cheated somehow with the question? Cause in the game show, you got to stump the host. Like really that she asked the identities of the Rangers. No, no, that is, that is, like, that's the one thing that, like, you should ask. It's the ultimate, okay, no. like, hey, like, that's what I would have asked. But now, I feel like, what if, by any chance, he guessed about it? You're risking a lot. But at the same time, do you honestly think he would have guessed it right? I mean... For the longest time, we thought Ernie may have known, which after the next episode, um, I doubt he does because he's kind of stupid in the next episode. But um, <laughs> it just is a ballsy thing. I, I, I think that it's okay because, again, these kids are at the center of the universe, but they are still outside of their school. They are really just like a couple of kids because they, they do, they are treated as like random kids, but they like the luckiest random kids in the world. Basically is, is what the scenarios that they're always in is like, Oh, you're just some random kid, but here you are on a TV show. Oh, you're some random kid, but here's this, you know, this, the situation that's going to put you on the pedestal of this, 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 and that, you know, I think it's fine. And I don't think that the game show host would have, you know, had any chance of knowing who the uh, Rangers were because they are protectors of the world. Although they only protect Angel Grove, they are the protectors of the world, you know? So I think you could easily, that's the easiest way to stump anybody. It's the same way that, like, Batman has stumped many people, like Riddler. Um, there was another episode of The Batman back in, like, 2003, 2004, whatever Yeah, with who's his real identity? Yeah, he, mm -hmm. he, there was a game show villain. Yeah, it's, like, one of my favorite episodes. And he's like, tell me the identity of The Batman. And he's like, you cheated, blah, 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 blah. No, it's the exact same thing, and I think it's appropriate. It's it's the one way to be like, hey, I can get a one up on my opponents for sure. I think that's really, really smart. But I think that's the only part that I like of this episode. <laughs> Not the villain. 
pumpkin wrapper? Like the pumpkin wrapper is like a very iconic character. Unfortunately, he's the only villain that I always see at Target still. Like his two pack is always there. And I'm just like, why? He's like great. Um, but like so- even the iconic scene where the Rangers are like freaking their heads are pumpkins and stuff, I think is hilarious. Um, How to uh, a type vibe to this episode? Look, the villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm kind of watching it right now. Um, I'm telling you, every single time the soundtrack plays, whenever they're fighting putties, for some reason the choreo the choreograph is horrible, but the music always makes the fight better. I don't know why it just does. Uh, but you know. Even even at this moment of like, because like you said, there's a complete bias towards Kimberly in this game yeah. show. Um, I almost really despise still the over like, like I understand that like Bulk and Skull are not the sharpest tool in the sheds. They're they're not bright whatsoever, but they sometimes make them like overly dumb and stupid it's just like yes. it's almost not fun to watch you know because like and- you have this moment where like bulk is somebody who we clearly see is the kind of person that would attempt to cheat right but like you would think that he would be smarter in how he cheats and that's like the big stinger at the very end is that they found out because Kimberly has to like defaultly like give up like she faints or whatever. Which I feel like they like, could oh, well, defeat him without taking Kimberly out, out of it. Yeah, they really could have. But uh, but she faints and she she's disqualified. And then, of course, Skull wins. And then at the very end, they... Uh, they found out that Bulk and Skull cheated, so no one gets the car. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, if he's not getting the car, why can't it just automatically go to Kimberly because she was the next runner-up? You know, I can't wish that we saw. That's what more I thought was going to cheating. Happen. For what? I wish that we like saw them actually cheating. It's like, okay, let's just go with you. Well, they they well, you kind of saw it because like there was him uh, mouthing and the uh. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is what is your best friend's name or whatever? It it is forced, but I mean that's the whole point. That's what I mean. In the fact that they they overly, like they make Bulk and Skull like too stupid, and they always show it on screen. That's that's what I don't like about their characters. Because we say it all the time, Mm. the comics do it better. The comics do it way way better. Um. But overall, that's kind of this entire episode. There's nothing really special about this episode in the sense of like there's a big fight or like uh, anything with the the pumpkin wrapper is is doing anything like too crazy. You know, that's that's just the episode within itself. But the second episode we're going to be talking about is episode 50. Oh, hold on. Can I skip another one? It is 55. 55 is second chance. Jason Mm -hmm. and Zach coach a young boy to help him make Ernie's junior soccer team. And you're right. Ernie is not the smartest tool in the shed. He is posting these uh, 
these uh, tryout results for the soccer teams, and one kid did not make the team. And uh, Ernie's like, man, if it was up to me, everybody would get a second chance. And Jason and Tommy are like, Ernie, you are the coach. You make the rules. If you want to give these kids a second chance, you can give them a second chance. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. And then he announces everybody's getting a second chance. It is forced. It is stupid. Mm -hmm. And I think this is probably a reason why we don't see Ernie a whole lot in the comics. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I But... How how did you feel about this episode in particular? Like besides Ernie, uh, growing up, I played sports. I understand that we have cutouts. People uh, make the team or they don't. During the team, you practice for the next season to get better. So I was like, oh great, so every made the team, great, okay, sure. Um, th- I did enjoy the um the bad guy um Scodillo. For some reason, whenever Sockadillo, Sockadillo, Sockadillo. One of the yeah. bad guy is a like an armadillo type monster. So I just enjoy them a lot more. No clue why. Like for Stack Shock, one of the bad guys is the armadillo. Like you know what? I like you a lot more now. No clue why. But no, it's, like his appear his first appearance into this show is absolutely ridiculous because like Zach and Jason are just uh, in the park with the little kid, and all of a sudden Putty show up. So they tell the kid to run off. And they're fighting the putties. Uh, well, the, no, they don't even fight the putties first. They just see the putties playing soccer with this giant ball thing. And they're like, man, are you are you seeing what I'm seeing? He's like, yeah, but I don't think I believe it. And they're legitimately playing soccer with Sockadillo. And then eventually, he Sockadillo starts to roll. And then like at one point starts flying and levitating, trying to take off the heads <laughs> of freaking Jason and Zach. And it gets really ridiculous, to be completely mm-hmm. honest. Uh, physics do not make sense in this show. Not one bit. But eventually, what like the big problem with this episode as like a side story is Tommy uh, messes up his communicator. Uh, it starts to malfunction, and like it's calling Zordon randomly. It's beeping randomly. He actually gets it taken away from. Uh, Miss Appleby. Appleby, which actually she says that he can have it back at the end of class, but then he goes to see her during detention. To get him. like, wait, I thought you said you're gonna give it at the end of class. Why do you still yeah, have again, it? Again, the continuity of this show, I don't yeah. even like try to make sense of it whatsoever. Uh, but eventually, what ends up happening is, of course, the Rangers get a, uh, they fight the putties. They end up uh, find uh, fighting Sockadillo. And eventually, Tommy is finally, after detention, able to join in on the fight. And they end up fighting Sockadillo um, with both the uh, Megazord and the Dragonzord. Did you notice the parties when they were fighting, though? This episode, you could see the dust come out of the um, parties. Like hardcore. Mm-hmm. I, again, I don't remember seeing it in the earlier episodes, like yeah, in the first the last episode, 20 to 30 episodes. Yeah. So I don't know why they like overexceed on like, I don't know if it's dust or chalk or dirt or sand or what, but they're using it way too much recently. Um, 
But they end up defeating the Sacadillo, and then it goes back to the juice bar where the kid has tried out and is now the team captain. But the kid is giving credit to Jason, Zach, and Tommy. And we didn't see them training with him at all. No. Like throughout the entire episode. It doesn't make any sense. Like, again, you can blame TV writing. But at some point, you have to say, this is just bad writing. They're oh, not God, making yeah. any sense of anything. Because how does a kid go from not being a team to be actually the team captain? And like, no, no, you, you should at least make a team, but don't say he's a star player. I'm like, what? how much of well, an upgrade did you get? Well, even that doesn't like really bother me. It's the fact that there is no proof of why he should be the mm. team captain after him not even making the team in the first place. Yeah. You know? Like, that's a big upgrade. Like, no way, dude. Like, no. So, that's that episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then for our final episode, there is... Oh, shoot. I just passed the title. It is On Fins and Needles, the Slippery Shark Monster casts a spell over Jason and Tommy, causing them to fight each other. I was laughing so hard on this episode. The reason being, there is a moment in this episode where Jason and Tommy are fighting putties. Uh, it's like their first encounters with putties or whatever of this episode. And there's this fin that flies towards Tommy. He grabs it and like a freaking delay later, there's like a mm -hmm. huge delay in their reaction. He like gets shocked and he falls to the floor and then like it flies back to another putty and the putty throws it again. And this time Jason grabs it <laughs> and there's a longer pause. There's an even longer pause than what Tommy had when he held it. And then he gets shocked and then he falls down. This, like, I don't know how. Honestly, I don't know how Power Rangers lasted 55 to 56 episodes. I don't. I honestly don't. Now, I know it's because of the Power Rangers. It's not because of the actual actors. No. I understand that. But my God, there's got to be better writing than this for TV during the 90s. That's why another like, season has as long of the episodes. So like, hey, you know what? Let's have shorter episode count and better stories. That is also true. That is 100% true. Uh, so after this, the that shock that they got from the Finn actually gets them to, like, argue with each other, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. There's, like, there's nothing there. Other than, like, they got shocked. Like, it isn't a curse. They just got shocked. But, of course, they had to make it, you know, be what it is for the show. They get angry at each other. And, of course, they can no longer work with each other. Um, with this curse, um, causes a little confrontation even at school. And Boke and Skull, like, hey, there needs to be a fight. And so they, like, invite basically the entire school to meet up at the juice bar 
uh, and the uh, uh, center, the U center, to like watch this fight between Jason and Tommy. Of course, uh, it doesn't get to happen because Zach is able to stop them and say, hey, we need to go, talking about um, this new villain. Uh, I completely forgot his name already. Uh, the Slippery Shark. And that was another thing about this this shark. Apparently, he's like stupid fast, right? That's like his whole thing. Uh, Alpha was trying to like locate him and he was just going moving all around Earth, basically, and couldn't get a complete read on him. Finally, he was able to stop and it's all up to Jason and Tommy. There's one problem that I have with this in the sense of like why they are like fighting or, or like why even they decide to work together again. Zordon tells them, hey, you need to work together. You need to put aside your differences, work together, and that's the only way this curse is going to be broken. And they're like, okay. And during that entire fight, they they just keep bumping into each other. They keep saying, oh, I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. They're, they keep going at it, right? They're keep, they keep bumping heads. Yeah. At no point is there a legitimate confrontation that gets the two characters to be like, you know what? We are m- much better partners than we are enemies. Yeah, I've no because randomly, shift change. Randomly, they're like, we need to work together, buddy. Yeah, let's do it. And I'm just like, what? Like, it, like out of nowhere. Happened. Felt forced. It Way was forced. Super forced. It was really, really stupid at this point. And so they finally work together and they get the rest of the Rangers to come in, use the Mega Blaster. And before they can use the Mega, well, they use the Mega Blaster on him. Rita makes him grow. Of course, they fight with the freaking uh, Megazord and they win the day. And then at the very end, you know, they are again training their class that they were in the very beginning. Vulcan Skull come in and they're like, you owe us a fight. And they're like, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. We're just really good friends. We're never going to fight again. And that's the end of the episode. Tony... I need I need us to get to better seasons. I need us to get to a better Power Rangers series. <laughs> um Turbo isn't one of them. And spaces. <laughs> I I don't remember did I make it all the way through Turbo? I don't know if I made it all the way through Turbo. I honestly don't. Now, my question to you guys. Now, we can't skip Zeo, of course. We have to watch Zeo still. Mm -hmm. But do you guys want to watch Turbo? Like, because technically, right? Because isn't it, isn't Turbo the movie, like, technically continuity? Or? um, I I don't. There is a movie of Turbo, yes. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Um, is it kind of? Because I, I, I feel like I've heard Rocky out of the picture. They do get Rocky out of the picture, and that's how Justin becomes part of the team. 
Yes, but I don't remember if they like canonly or canonically or whatever the phrasing of that word is, if they still show that in the actual show on how he becomes the Blue Ranger. I don't remember. Because if so, to one some website, it's um. No, wait a minute, not that one. Um, that's a good question. Because I'm totally okay with watching the Turbo movie before we actually watch the Turbo series. If by any chance it's not part of the continuity, we could always do that as Patreon. That is that is totally true, but um, since we are going well. We don't technically need to go over because, I mean, right now it's we're already an hour in. Uh, I think we're good as far as, you know, the uh, episode goes. Monster of the week, Tony. Oh, Sacodillo. Come on. Like his Sacodillo. Oh, my dillo. I can't get any better than that. I think I will have to agree with you because I wasn't really loving anybody else. So. Sacadillo is the monster of the week. Thank you so much for joining me, Tom. Uh, I almost said Tommy. Wow. Tony. Um, we, of course, will podcast again in three months. In three months. So I will see you in, what is it? It's July, August, September. I will see you in October, sir. Back here October on the show. Of course, next month will be Jake. Um, well, actually, no, we will be together in 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 August because I am wanting all four of us to talk about the season finale. Now, it's probably nothing special, to be completely honest, but it is the last episode of the season. So I do want us all to get together to see what ensues. Is all it right. a two-parter or is it a one-parter? It's a one-parter. It's just one oh, part. Oh, well, that's so bad. that's... Yeah, and it's probably not even it's probably not even gonna feel like a season finale. That's the worst part about it. We so how those uh, <laughs> with that guys, thank you again so much for listening. Uh Tony, where can they find you? Find me on Twitter at WaltGare93 as well as Instagram at comic underscore discuss. Sweet. And are you what are you what are you playing on reviewing on uh, Comic Book Discuss recently? Because I'm going up to Boston, I actually uh downloaded a few comics. One would be actually uh my Power in just volume one. Um if I'll do that one also, um Titans Book One Together Forever. Oh nice, nice. That's a that's a really good one. So go check uh, comics discuss on Instagram, of course. Um, really, really great reviews from Tony. Of course, you can always find me at Fanboy Clay. Uh, go to the bio on my Twitter, and you can see all of the links to all of my shows there. Uh, but as always, may the power protect you. Let's do it, guys! Right. Morphin' Time! Dragon Sword! Mastodon! Ah!